Time once again for TM Views, where we get the perspectives from our expert uh, panelists. Uh, Joining us this week, uh, very pleased to have once again uh, Korea University Law School Professor Kim Gi-chang. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Professor Kim. So uh, usually we don't like to repeat the same topic, but this has really become, aside from COVID-19 and the pandemic, this is the only (laughs) issue that people seem to be talking about in the media. So uh, an update on the situation with uh, Prosecutor General Yoon Seok-yeol and Justice Minister Chumia's efforts to um, really kind of get the ball rolling with prosecutorial reform. I think this past week, since the last time we spoke, has been a week of, uh, can we say, nervousness among the pro-reform forces because of what they have perceived to be some setbacks, including the judge's decision to suspend the suspension of uh, Yoon seok duties pending the disciplinary committee, uh, and then the constant delays of the disciplinary committee, uh, Yoon seok filing a, um, a petition with the Constitutional Court um, uh, in regards to the validity of this uh, disciplinary committee. Do you think all the worries among um, reformist forces are unfounded, or do you think the, the process is kind of uh, going a- ahead as scheduled? Yeah, it is true that um, the things are developing uh, in somewhat unexpected manner. Of course, I kind of predicted last week about the administrative court's uh, decision mm, mm-hmm. regarding the injunctive relief. And my prediction obviously turned out to be false. Um, <laughs> but but I, I think one needs to have a big picture. The big picture is that the government and the uh, democratically elected president are all keen to carry out prosecutorial reform. So that's on one hand. And on the other hand, we have this uh, prosecutor general who is keen to oppose, throw spanner and throw kitchen sink and whatever to block the prosecutorial reform on the other hand. I think that's the big picture. And given that big picture, in my view, no prosecutor general can withstand the president and democratically elected people's mandate to carry out prosecutorial reform. All that Mr. Yoon can achieve is just to prolong a few more days or a couple more weeks. And I think that's that's it. So it is just a matter of time. And I don't think Mr. Yoon can overturn the president's or the people's wish. And I think he's just being delusional and he's just trying to be a hero for those of his supporters. But I think that's that's all. The big picture is that there is this inexorable and unstoppable force towards prosecutorial reform. And I think there is little that Mr. Yoon can do to sabotage that, that big trend. Right. And so uh, certainly words of comfort for for people who uh, definitely want to see this process uh, completed and this long running goal of prosecutorial reform becoming 
a reality. Uh, did you um, interpret President Moon Jae-in's comments yesterday in a positive light? I know there's been, uh, at least from the conservative opposition and conservative media, this constant kind of c- criticism or complaining that the president remains silent and uh, comparing him somewhat bizarrely to President Park Geun-hye's silence on, you know, big national matters and uh, how, how he's been sort of so hands-off. He issued a, a somewhat apology to the public for causing confusion or having confusion during this COVID-19 pandemic, but it seemed he was pretty clear that uh, I, I, I will see this reform through and uh, Justice Minister Chumier does have my blessing to, to go forward with this, although he wants the process to be uh, fair, as, as he terms. Um, th- th- does that, in your view, at least give some semblance of comfort to the people who, who do want to kind of keep this going without faltering at the end? Yeah, I think if uh, President Moon has weighed in and made some remarks about the need to remove Mr. Yoon, guess what happens to the media? The conservative mm-hmm, media mm-hmm. will go, you know, crazy. Like right. they are saying that president is giving guideline and president is interfering. So President Moon stayed clean. And then, of course, the media is sort of again saying, oh, president is being silent. So if he says something, the media will criticize him for saying something. And if he keeps quiet, the media will again criticize for keeping quiet. So that's what we expect from the conservative media. But what President Moon said, in my view, is very clear. He said that the procedure for removing Mr. Yoon must be fair. That means that we don't want courts to step in again to undo what we you know, want to do. And that that the administrative court decision, which was rendered last week, is very puzzling. I think it breaks most of the rules that we teach in the law school about the roles of the judiciary. And it's really very bizarre and incomprehensible judgment, in my view. It is a very politically sensitive uh, decision, and uh, it's ultimately a question of discretion. Who is in a better position to weigh all the relevant facts and come to a decision as to whether to suspend Mr. Yoon's uh, normal work or whether to leave him in his position while the disciplinary proceedings are are underway? And I think Justice Minister is best positioned. And it is bizarre that an administrative court judge happens to feel that she is better located to make that kind of political decision. And she intervened, and she just just threw herself right in the middle of this political controversy, thus dragging in the judiciary into this political controversy. This is very bizarre. But anyway, President Moon does not want court to do that kind of thing again. And that's what President Moon said. So it is very clear that he wants the prosecutorial reform. But I think ultimately, guess what? If the court steps in again and undoes what Justice Minister Chu does, we can expect that President Moon will appoint another Justice Minister and then do do the same thing again. I mean, Mm. there is no way that this thing can, Mr. Yoon can survive. Yeah, and so... 
a lot of people, maybe you can help us understand, is um, usually you think of Korea's legal or any legal structure, the judges are at the top of the pyramid, right? And, and so they have the final say on these legal matters. There is this perception, and often when you have a ruling, it becomes partisan, and now the conservative media is uh, kind of praising Jo Mian, the judge, as this kind of hero, right? <laughs> as, as this is a kind of uh, this uh, savior for the conservative cause. But w- why there is a perception that these judges are very timid, and, and they're, they're not really bothered by these allegations of uh, surveillance by the prosecution. Yesterday's meeting with the judiciary, where they were sco- supposed to bring the uh, issue of uh, surveillance in in their meeting. Uh, They at the last minute said they didn't want to uh, affect the disciplinary panel meeting, so they did not come out with a a full statement to that regards. Uh, I know judges are all individual and they have their own kind of uh, biases and and ideas, but what do you think is going on there? I think it just shows that judges should not uh, dabble into politics. Judges should not, you know, put their steps in their politics. It is politically stupid in the extreme, in my view. I'm sorry to use this quite strong word. Mm. It is very unwise for judges to bring this up, bring this issue up in in this kind of high-profile manner in the first place. By doing that, they already lost everything. You know, whichever way the vote goes, guess what happens? They will be condemned for being political. Um, but then again, this is very extraordinary matter that prosecutor Myun instructed another prosecutor to gather information, not about all judges, but only handful of judges who were handling those very high profile, politically sensitive cases. This is, in my view, outrageous. Yeah. And judges should have been very cautious before, like, get all upset and we must discuss this and then we must make some, you know, uh, <laughs> public, <laughs> public declaration or we must make our position clear. Judges shouldn't do that in the first place. I see. Um, and they, they uh, for, for whatever reason, they, they, they wanted to talk about this in public. That already shows how serious this is. And then ultimately they kind of backed off saying, oh, if we make a, an official position, then what, what can we do when this case actually comes to us as a, as a court case? Mm. I mean, if we already made a, an official position about this, then all these cases need to be thrown away. Yeah. Um, I- because the judges are already biased. So it's, it's very unfortunate. And I think that everything starts from Mr. Yoon, who did this kind of outrageous thing in the first place. Now, you, you have said here that uh, this is an inevitable process, and if the president uh, shows his political will and the justice minister, Chumie, also uh, uh, maintains her uh, steadfastness uh, that uh, it is just Yoon Seok-yeol prolonging the inevitable. However, uh, what do you make of the concerns of you are hearing from re- ruling party um, people, uh, lawmakers or other officials who have been sort of now becoming jittery because they're seeing the approval ratings drop down? 
down. Uh, I don't mm. think it's necessarily all uh, attributed to the Yoon Seok-yeol situation. There might be, you know, things like the real mm-hmm. estate and the economy and the COVID-19 pandemic and all that. But because of this kind of timidness with the politicians about not wanting to lose popularity, that they might become a little bit more uh, cowering of this. Mm. You know, the, the analogy of if you go into battle, you might have to lose your arm, but you got to win the war, but you might have to sacrifice your arm. And that could be the approval ratings. However, at the same time, if you just want to protect everything and you cower, you're just going to just keep getting attacks. Uh, do you worry that there could be some kind of lack of resolve maybe from some members of the ruling party? I'm sure there are some members of the ruling party who might think along that line. I, I, I don't rule out that possibility. But in my view, that is uh, the, the clear minority within the ruling party because they all understand that this, if the prosecutorial reform fails, then that would be even more disastrous. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is very clear. And the reason why the support rating has, has, has gone down is because the ruling party has been more or less lethargic yeah. or inactive and less enthusiastic about prosecutorial reform. That's why. And for instance, this Kongsucha, the Independent Investigation Commission, what did ruling party do during all these months? And that's, I think, the biggest reason why people start to lose interest in the ruling party. They should have swiftly Mm. dealt with this Independent Investigation Commission uh, law reform, and ruling party hasn't done anything and that, I think it's annoying. I mean, frankly, I hate ruling party about this <laughs> Kong Suchil issue. They, they were being stupid. And I think now they say, oh, we will, we will get it done within the next one or two days. That's, that's I mean, very belated, but still, it's, it's better late than never. And I, I think the reason right. why support rating is faltering is because ruling party has not been enthusiastic enough about prosecutorial reform. Yeah, and it does seem like the polls reflect that most of the, the drop in support has come from the progressive side, that the, the normal supporters of the ruling party, and perhaps as you say, uh, because of the fact that they have not been um, perhaps as enthusiastic with that. Th- th- a lot of this will come to a head, right? Thursday is a disciplinary meeting. There's only two more days left for the plenary session of the National Assembly to to uh, revise the Kongsucha Act and so um, many of these will be tied up. Do you foresee then before the end of the year uh, that we're going to have some resolution to this? Uh, I know you said Kongsucha is not the number one pillar for prosecutorial reform. It's got to come from the reform of the culture of the prosecution. But at least if you have uh, the two sides of the Yun Seok-yeol uh, situation resolved and then the Kongsucha finally being passed with a nomination of the committee uh, chair, that, uh, that at least by the end of the year there will be good news? In your view? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think definitely uh, Gong Sucha will be launched. Uh, but I don't think one needs to hold breath about Gong Sucha doing some, some dramatic things immediately. Mm-hmm. I think they will be very cautious at the beginning. They shouldn't, you know, do some, some ridiculous things at right. the, from the beginning. They, right. they will be keeping low profile and wait and see things. So, but anyway, it will be launched. More immediate, more impressive uh, results will, will come from Yun Sung Yeol's removal. And with Yun Sung Yeol's removal, uh, a, a number of other uh, prosecutors who have been 
supporting Mr. Yun might also be moved or removed. So that's mm. a more visible change that we, we uh, might hope to expect to see. But of course, we will have to wait and see. Yeah, and so uh, if it happens, uh, Thursday uh, will certainly be uh, a big day for this, and that could be, again, a process that takes a a bit of time to resolve itself. As always, Professor Kim, we uh, appreciate your insights and always appreciate your time, and thank you very much for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. Okay, thank you very much.